well, let's start with the, with a bit of, of injury team news. Any more on, uh, on what's going on with uh, with Cal or how serious that one is? Um, he'll be maybe uh, ten days, something like yeah. that. So um, it's not as serious as as <coughs> we initially thought. So that, yeah, that's good news for us. Yeah, that, that definitely is a, a positive. It does leave you short for for the next? Yeah, 10 it days, does. I, I but, guess. but Tim's trained, and so he's um, he's uh, will probably be in the squad okay. um, for the weekend, which is good news for us. Um, so yeah, that's. That's okay. Yeah, and and with centre backs, there's obviously less running than if you're playing centre midfield. But it's kind of <laughs> depends who you're playing against. Well, yeah, that is true. Is that would that be a concern if you if you felt you'd wanted to, to throw him in at, at the deep end? Well, we threw him in the deep end when he signed for us yeah. at uh, Preston, and uh, you know Tim's experience. So um, hopefully he'll play some part. But I thought uh, Andy King did very well. Um, so you know we'll 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 find a way of um, making sure that we are uh, uh, solid at the back. Let's put it like that. And, and I thought Andy King showed the value of that experience because yeah. he hasn't had a lot of, of, of game time, but he, he stepped in in two different positions and yeah. didn't look out of place at all. No, he's a, look. He's he's um, he's at the stage of his career where he he understands exactly what his strengths are and. Uh, and he's on the coaching staff, so it's good to get a member of the coaching staff on the pitch as well. Um, look, it, it's players bring different things to the team, and and so I think for for Andy King in particular, uh, playing in a role there, especially in a in a three, is is something which um, he's very capable of, of of dealing with. So that's a real benefit for us. And obviously, you sort of lose one to, work to suspension and get another one back. Yeah, um, yeah. It, that sort of disruption is not ideal for a coach, is it? It doesn't bother me. I mean, you know, they're both good players, um, uh, and so it would have been nice to have everybody available. So if decisions need to be made, but um, um, Alex Scott coming back in is uh, is a real positive for the squad. So. Um, it's nice to have uh, players with with those types of qualities um, available, and you know Joe misses out now uh, for one game, so we'll we'll see how that develops. But um, uh, but no, it's with the amount of games that we've got as well, uh, there will be a um, a need, I think, at times to to freshen things up. But um, you know, for the most part, this this season so far we've had a, a relatively um, settled side uh, which is, has been beneficial too so you know we'll, we'll just deal with it um, Thomas Callas you know I did promise that I'd keep you updated so I may as well uh, preempt your question and say that he should be training um, within 10 days which is really good news for us and for him too um, his levels of of general fitness are very, very good too. Um, he's even smiling these days, which is quite uh, disconcerting. Um, but uh, no. So, you know, it w it looks like we'll get players, um, you know, it, you miss out on certain players. Uh, it's inevitable that you'll get some injuries. Um, we work very hard to, to avoid unnecessary ones, uh, certainly in training. Um, but in games, you know, you're not in control of that. So, 
Um, we'll pick injuries up from time to time. It's just important that, that we try and get, um, try and minimise that and get as many players available as possible. That was something I was going to come to because it's always going to be frustrating with injuries. But <coughs> given the sort of situation you inherited and, and the, the situation where there were almost more people in the, uh, the, the, the trainers' room than there were in the, um, in the changing room, that has definitely changed. That, that sort of dynamic of, of having more people available more often is, is, is better now than it has been. Um, yes, but that takes a lot of hard work and, and, it, and it takes hard work from not just the medical staff, um, sports science, the coaches need to be on side. Uh, you know, coaches generally create more mess um, in terms of creating injuries than anybody else and uh, and so it's important that coaches uh, accept the responsibility their responsibility in in keeping players um, keeping players fit so it's not just about the the medical team and of course on top of that it's it's also um, education for the players and then the most important thing is recruiting players who have a um, history of playing rather than uh, signing players who are who are a medical risk and that's something which is you know that's what we have to get right over a, over a sustained period of time and I think um, it's it's nice that you notice it but it, I mean it's something that doesn't happen overnight you can't change that's a part of the culture change and you can't change that overnight um, and during especially the championship season <clears throat> The chances to get uh, physical adaptations for players that are playing every game, <laughs> you can't, you know, you don't get very many opportunities. So um, international breaks and of course this season with players who have maybe been out for a while, um, the World Cup uh, uh, break will be an important one for a few individuals to, to sort of um, fine tune a bit more. Kane Wilson was involved in the uh, on Tuesday night. Was that an injury issue or a, a selection? <coughs> no, it's a, he's got a, a, a knee injury that we um, he'll have scanned, and then we'll we'll assess how that is. But hopefully, it won't be too too long. Uh, you know, it's probably something that um, a grumble that's been there for a while, and, and uh, a bit like I suppose a bit like Tim. So we'll, we'll see how that one is. Okay, and and I thought Tuesday was. Um, it wasn't the, the free-flowing football that you've been playing for much this season, but I, I thought it showed the improvement you've made maybe from this time last year mm. where it wasn't quite clicking, but you still looked relatively solid, certainly more so than you would have done maybe this time last year. Well, yeah, m maybe, but but I think we played some really good stuff and, and we created some uh, promising attacking moments that didn't really um, bear fruit, if you like. So... But you know you've got to give them some credit. I think they were very uh, they they defend, defended their box very very well. Um, uh, you know I keep saying it, but the championship is full of uh, teams that are very hard to beat. Yeah. And you face another one at, at yeah. the other weekend. Having yeah. the greatest of starts, but you look through the team and then there's a lot of quality in there. Yeah, they've got some. Yeah, they've got some good players. Um, a manager who is uh, yeah, I've. I've come across him a few times. He's he's going to be a um, a real, uh, I think, a very successful.
coach, manager. Um, I think he's very uh, inventive. He's got Keith working with him too, so it'd be nice to to uh, to see Keith again. Um, and Keith's a really good coach too. Um, so yeah, I, I, they'll be working hard to um, get the best out of the players that they have. Um, and it's a game. Look, we 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 go there trying to win it. And given the sort of last two games, teams have sort of sat in against you and, and made it sort of trying to be difficult to break them down. Is yeah. it a different puzzle that you have to solve when you go to somewhere and that the onus is on the home team? Um, it depends. I, I mean, I would I would imagine they'll play off Troy quite a bit. He's a he's a very experienced player, a uh, good target man. I worked with him uh, at Watford. He's a big personality too. So. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll be, I think when we played them last year, they sort of bullied us a little bit there. Um, and we didn't really deal with it in, in a, an effective way. Um, so it's a challenge for us to, to, see, to see whether we can deal with that sort of a, uh, a threat this time around. Um, but I think we are playing better as well. I think they'll be aware that we've, we've got players who... Um, can hurt them. Uh, what we have to do in these tight games, you see, is, is <laughs> your conversion rate's got to be good, and it has been, generally speaking, this season for us. When when we've created chances, we've we've generally um, made the goalkeeper work, or we've or we've uh, we've taken advantage of chances. So uh, you can't expect your strikers to to uh, go through a whole season with. Um, you know, converting every chance that they get, uh, or near enough. Uh, that's why it's important that we get goals from throughout the side, and and we still don't score enough goals from midfield, and we don't score enough goals from set plays. I mean, I, we had nine corners, and I think we only got the first contact three times. Uh, so with some of the players that we've got, I would expect that to be better. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Last season, quite a difficult. <coughs> yeah, it was it was rotten. Yeah. Um, what difference do you see in the team now? Not necessarily how you play, but maybe the mentality from from months on when you mentioned about getting bullied. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, we've just been in a <laughs> difficult run of losing three three games. Which, yeah, I mean, um, whether we deserved it or not, it doesn't matter. We lo we lost three games on the trot, um, and and dealt with a, a tight game, I think, pretty well uh, the other night. So we'll have to wait and see, won't we? I, I just think that there is a, a stronger collective mentality. Uh, I think players, there are going to be players playing on Saturday who played in the game last year, who have made improvements themselves. Um, not just in turn, and I don't mean technically here. I mean, being able to deal with uh, either deal with pressure or deal with um, deal with whatever the game throws at them. Um, you know, uh, most of the time when you talk about <clears throat> or we talk internally about performances and and, and players, it's very rare rare that we talk about technical issues. And <laughs> it's more to do with whether players are able to to. Yeah, deal with 
deal with the, uh, I suppose, psychological pressures or their own um, their own demons, if you like. I don't know whether that's the right way to put it, but uh, but I think at least there is, uh, you know, the, the group have been together for a bit longer now. We've we've added players in the summer who I think have certainly strengthened the squad, but also they fit in. Uh, as personalities too um, and I think that's very important that how we recruit here on in is always going to I mean recruitment's the most important aspect of uh, football and uh, and you know you, you might have good coaches but it's about the players that you've got and uh, and certainly when you are uh, shopping in a limited market that everybody else is shopping in because of the because of the circumstances that football finds itself in these days uh, we've got to make sure that we get that right uh, and and fortunately for us the players that we've added to the squad I think have been really good um, the challenge is to get it right we, you know you can't we can ill afford uh, to sign a duff player and how would you Process to limit the chance of that You've got to do your. I mean, it's like doing anything. You know, it's uh, doing your homework on on uh, on the people that you sign. You've got to have an idea of the type of player that you want, and you've got to be. We've got to be proactive. So the, the, there's a lot of pressure on the on the recruitment department to to get it right. And is that that's obviously the, going to be the case in January? It's going to be the case here on in, hopefully, for the football club. Hopefully, you know, after I'm long gone, they need to, the club need to continue to have policies in place which protect the football club rather than some of the policies that have gone before. But that's, I mean, look, we're not talking about that now. It, it's, it's just about how we, how we move forward. And we move forward by trying to recruit the right players for this club. Um, and ones which, when they do come in, Improve the team. How deep does the homework go? Obviously, oh, I, it, listen. This is a press conference about a. I don't know. It's my fault for talking about it. Of course, there is. Absolutely, that's that's massive. Yeah. And do some clubs overlook that? I don't know. I, I can't talk about what happens elsewhere. All I all I know is that that um, to get. To, to minimise the risk of signing a player that's not either good enough or good value, you know, you've got to do... I think the givens are, uh, you know the player's good enough technically or, or physically able to deal with it. You should know that. All you have to do is look at players' uh, playing records to know, <laughs> to know whether they're going to play games or not or whether they've just been a player that never plays. That's basic. Um, in terms of character, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, all the players that we uh, signed in the summer, the only time I ever get involved is when I meet them. And that's, you know, for me, that's very, very important to get an idea of whether they are uh, having themselves or whether they're the right sorts. Have uh, you turned down players then? Having met them and then not seen the 
What are you talking about here or in the well, past? Or possibly here, yeah, but just like, everywhere. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because when you were predecessor, I remember Kevin Johnson always used to say he'd have an hour long cup of tea with a player. And... I, I, could, I can't. I don't want to spend that long with him. Because <laughs> want... you, you, you know when you know, you know. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people I've worked with in the past, are, you know, you gain experiences, you go through your career. And, and, and uh, I remember one of my. Um, old coaches who sadly died last year, um, <laughs> Richie Barker, he, he, he said to me, um, if they play golf, I like to take them for a game of golf. To find, I mean, I wouldn't do that. I'm not spending, I'm not spending four hours with somebody. <laughs> um, just on Cal, um, obviously he's, he's brought a lot to the team, yeah, especially has. on the ball in terms of what he does yeah. bringing out of defence. Yeah. There's been you know, debate around that, but now he's not going to be in the team on Saturday. Yeah. Does that role fall on someone else, or do you have to adapt accordingly? You don't have a do you get a I mean, Rob would be the obvious one, but do you, do you tell who would like, be? Rob Atkinson would be the obvious one to sort of fill that role, or do you just no. sort of? You don't Rob, Rob Atkinson wouldn't be the person to fill that role. Rob's an introvert, Rob's a, a, a quiet person. Yeah, I'm, more in terms of ability to bring it through to, to break lines with the ball at their feet, basically. Uh, yeah, I mean, Rob's more of a dribbler, isn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, and he does that anyway, um, which is which is really good. I, I, it's it's a it's a um, ability which is um, which is yeah, it's a really good one to have within within sort of our central defensive um, unit. But uh, I look at it more from an organisational side of it and more a leadership role. And I think that would fall, obviously, it, uh, Andy King uh, assumed that uh, role the other night um, in terms of breaking lines. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, Cal is, is, is pretty exceptional at that. Um, and I know, I know we've conceded goals... Um, sometimes from doing that, but the benefits far um, outweigh the risks that that we take. And look, I want the players to play with a positive mentality. Um, and they want to play like that too. So I can't give you the answer to that. We've just got to collectively make sure that first and foremost, we, we have an effective uh, defensive unit. And that includes the wing backs too, even though we we do like to be, um, you know, attacking as much as possible. But it depends on the challenges that the, your opponents give you to a large extent. And, and uh, you know, we try and play uh, our own way, but sometimes opponents will um, dominate in games and you've got to be able to deal with it. So uh, we certainly need to keep more clean sheets. There's no doubt about that. But um, whoever plays at the weekend... Um, will need to step up for the team. Um, you, you mentioned it very briefly on Tuesday about back four being an option. Under, yeah. Is that on the team? Many... No, not really. But I'll say it again so the Birmingham think it might be. <laughs> okay, so, and yeah. so our players aren't sure at the moment. And, and not wanting to second guess the selection, but in terms of Naki and Antoine playing mm. together, um, I think we saw on Tuesday when Tommy came on yeah, you'll have to wait and see, won't you? How, no, 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 but I was going to say, how, you, how with Antoine and Naki, yep. how, how, how do you build that chemistry? How do they build that chemistry? 
are there specific things you can do on a training ground that help, help build? Yeah, I mean, one that? of the things that we didn't do well enough um, the other night was the front two didn't really play close enough to each other. And so, you know, when people talk about it being a front three, uh, you know, with Andy playing a bit deeper, Andy's a part of the, the, uh, the midfield unit sometimes, sometimes defensively when he has, has different um, roles to, to, to fill or obligations to the team at certain moments in the game. But, but uh, really, I like the front two to play as a pair and Andy then makes his decision based on what the others aren't doing. And, and that's really the, the basis. I thought at times the other night, um, yeah, we weren't, it wasn't an obvious two. Um, and I think what you see with Tommy is he attacks the middle of the goal particularly well, which is why his first touch is a header on target. Um, so, you know, the, all, but hey, what a fantastic problem to have. <laughs> if it's a problem, I don't see it as a problem. I think it's really good for us that we have players with um, that amount of ability and, and, yeah, a diversity of what they bring to the team too. It's great. And, and then add in Belly too, because he's on fire at the minute, uh, which is great because he's had a difficult... He's had a bit of a difficult sort of few months, um, you know, or probably a, a season of of not misfiring because he because he, he made his debut early days when I was here, and he got injured after ten minutes. So he's had a he's had one of those starts to his first team experience that's probably not as positive as some other players have. But he's in a really good place now. He's he's games developed enormously and I think that comes through us as a club being on the same page so when our players turn out for the uh, under 21s they yeah it, it's it's not seen as being um, a step down it, it's players use it for themselves to get themselves fit and we we genuinely believe that we've got players coming through our system that will uh, hopefully keep pushing the first team. So that's good. Do you see him as a central striker? Who? Belly? Yeah. Poor, not half. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's tended to be a bit wider. Yeah, but we, but we we have played 4-3-3 quite a lot. And in that system, he's a good wide striker. But in all honesty, his strength will be as one of the front two. Just, just finally on Birmingham. Because he can run for fun. Yeah. You mentioned about players um, who were in the game last season. Also, talk about Troy Deeney. Yeah. Zach has been very good of late. Yeah. I think Zach had quite a difficult night he, last yeah, year. Yeah, he did. Um, in terms of him playing against a striker like Troy Deeney, what's he going to have to do to stop him being so influential? Not let him feel him. What, what do you mean by that? Well, Troy likes to pin people. Yeah. So he wants to know where you are. So you've got to avoid that. By bluffing him. Okay. And then, no, I'm not going to say it. But if I was playing against him, I'd probably knee him up the arse. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. It's good. And he knows that as well. <laughs> <laughs>